Welcome to Mill Spouse House, where we discuss our personal experiences with being a military spouse, answer your questions, and try to navigate this journey together. I'm Erin. And I'm Molly. So come on in, grab a coffee, get cozy, and let's have a chat. Molly, we're back again. Erin, <laughs> how are you? I'm doing good. Um, I I feel like it's been a busy week, but I'm so looking forward to the holidays. I feel like I just it just can't get here soon enough. <laughs> oh, my favorite time of year is like the Thanksgiving to Christmas time. Mm. Like I just love it. I just feel like there's so much to look forward to, um, and it just gets better when you have kids because like my three year old. <laughs> I finally have another person in the house that's getting after my husband about setting up Christmas early (laughs) because it's always been, it's always been that, you know, we can't set up Christmas until after Thanksgiving. And now my three-year-old's asking every day when we can set up the Christmas tree. And I'm like, ha ha ha, I finally have backup (laughs) on this. (laughs) You know, I feel I, I I was always like that. And my mom always decorated for Christmas. The whole house would be decorated. And I didn't appreciate it until I got older and I moved into my own place and I didn't have any decorations. And I was kind of a Scrooge about it, I guess. And I gave my cat a Christmas tree. <laughs> but now that I'm married and I'm away from family, I find myself being more like you and I'm really excited to decorate. I really am looking forward to putting some holiday spirit around the house. Yeah, and it's, it can be as simple as a wreath on the door or, you know, a small Christmas tree. I remember my husband and I our first Christmas together. Um we had like a teeny tiny little Christmas tree and we put it on like a table to like bring it up a little bit so it wasn't Uh as sad (laughs) but it was um it was so fun because it was ours it was our first Christmas tree and then he surprised me I can't remember how many years ago it was with uh with like an actual like large Christmas tree and it was it was amazing I was like oh my gosh like we have a real Christmas tree it was like adulting you know like one of those adulting moments is like oh my gosh we have our own Christmas our full-size Christmas tree (laughs) Yeah, we haven't done that yet. Um, Last year, we didn't have a Christmas tree. We went back and forth about it so many times. And then by the time we decided to get one, there were no more at the PX. (laughs) So like, we couldn't get any. Um, But I did put up stockings. I I got us stockings. There you go. um, A few little like Christmas gnomes. There's this store called Daiso. It's kind of like... Um, like a dollar store meets Target. I don't know how to explain Ooh, it. It's like a, it's like a love the um, thought of that. Yeah, it's a cheap um, Target. I'm on board with that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, I think it's a Japanese company, but it, they've got so many cute little things. And so I bought these little Christmas gnomes. Um, so I put I those around the house. Gnome. But this year I I'm really gnome. considering a Christmas tree. We do have this pine tree that I planted in a pot over the summer that I've thought about bringing that in and using that as our Christmas tree. Oh, that would be but, cute. Yeah. So I guess it's, it's kind of small, like what you're talking about. It's a little too large to put on a table, but it's something. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, any Christmas tree is a good Christmas tree. Um, I I don't know. It's going to be interesting this year. My eight-month-old just started to really crawl, like, fast. She can oh. get around. Um, and the – so my first daughter was barely crawling her first Christmas. And so – we've never had like a fully mobile infant around Christmas. And you always see those funny like memes of parents putting a baby gate around the Christmas tree <laughs> or, you know, like only having the the top half decorated so that the kid can't get to the ornaments. Like, I don't know oh. what the heck we're going to do. Um, so if anyone has any really great ideas about how to baby proof a Christmas tree, I am all ears, <laughs> all ears. But so that's going to be a little interesting. Um, but it's still going to be, it's still going to be really fun. Yeah. Um, and speaking of, uh, getting in touch with us, we do have an Instagram and Facebook now. Um, so you can find our Facebook page just by typing in Mill Spouse House on Facebook. And our Instagram is Mill Spouse underscore house. And we have a website. Um, you can go to millspouse.vaclaimsinsider.com. And if you want to get in touch with us through there or listen to the podcast on there, we'll be posting um, some fun pictures and maybe some tips and, and such on all the sites. So uh, we really want to interact with you and we would love to hear your family traditions for Christmas and Thanksgiving as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And maybe, maybe we'll post the, the picture of my husband and I, when he was deployed, his first deployment, he was deployed over Christmas. And I had a kind of a fun oh. idea for our Christmas card um, that I got off of Pinterest. And it was him holding a, a Mary sign and me holding a Christmas sign. And I put the two pictures together. So it said Merry Christmas, but he was, you know, deployed and I was Oh, home. wow. That's such a great idea. And that's what we sent out um, to all of our friends and family. And, and that was your first Christmas. You spent it apart. Well, as, as a married couple, right? As, yes, as a married couple, because we did, and again, I can't remember the exact timeline. It's getting so fuzzy now that it's so far, so yeah. far away. Um, but we did, I remember going down to Mississippi for one other Christmas, because I know that was our first Christmas that we spent oh, both away from our families, and it was when he was at A school in Mississippi. Mm -hmm. And so I was still in school. So yeah, I guess we were engaged. Yeah, it was right after engagement. Um, and I went down there and spent it. And that was just so weird because growing up, we had very, very, you know, specific things that we would do on both Christmas Eve and on Christmas. So like we would Same. go to mm -hmm. my grandma's house for Christmas Eve. Well, actually, we'd go to both grandparents' house for Christmas Eve. Um, like my grandma even had Santa um, come and we'd take pictures of Santa and it was like a huge party. And then we would end the night at my other grandparents' house and change into our jammies and just like very, very traditions <laughs> that we would do every single year, like, mm -hmm. you know, without a doubt. And 
and then on same thing on Christmas morning, um, you know, we would meet with both my mom's side and my dad's side for like breakfast and dinner or breakfast and lunch. Um, and like opening presents was the same. So everything was the same for years. Even when we yeah. were in college, we would do the same thing. We'd always come home um, and and do the same tradition. So it was just, it didn't feel like Christmas the first mm-hmm. time that we had our Christmas together. And I remember being really sad because I was like, it doesn't feel like Christmas. One, we were, I mean, we're both from Michigan. So there was pretty much always snow. It was always right. snow or cold. And then ha- that was my first Christmas with it you know, not snowing because it doesn't snow in Mississippi. Oh. Well, it does, but you know, yeah. not, not Christmas specific. And so it was the first Christmas that we had spent um, in a warm climate. And mm-hmm. so that didn't, that didn't sit well with me. Um, and just not doing those traditions. I mean, we FaceTimed um, them, but I wanted, my husband wasn't able to come home for Christmas because he was in training. And so I was like, well, I don't want him to spend it alone. So then I flew um, to him and spent Christmas with him. Oh. And um, yeah, it was just weird. It was great being together. But yeah, it was just, it was very weird. It, it took a while for me to not let those traditions go, but not let it so much dictate that that is what we do on Christmas and that's what Christmas is about. Like really making Christmas your own and yes. making those new traditions and um, and not relying so heavily on those traditions that you grew up with and kind of making your own. Um, dictate. I, I, I was thinking, it. yes, I was thinking that ex- exact same word before you yeah. said it. I was like, dictate, dictate. And, yeah. and, and I, we, the same thing, you know, we always had our schedule. We always did this at this time and this on this day, and it becomes very routine. The last year was our first year away. I mean, we had our first Christmas away from our family in Korea. When we were in El Paso, we did go home for Christmas. We didn't for Thanksgiving. So, so Thanksgiving, um, we like to spend it with the soldiers that can't go home or, or be with their families. So we kind of, we talked about that before creating that family dynamic with other military members. And, um, this year we've rented out a room on the base here and we're gonna, my husband's unit, we're all gonna do Thanksgiving together and we're gonna cook and all that. But, but Christmas last year was the first one we spent without our family and it was very different feeling like every decision was ours every everything we wanted to do was up to us we didn't have anyone else telling us something to do and it was kind of freeing it was strange but mm-hmm. i kind of liked it <laughs> yeah 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 that didn't come for a while for me that that like that freeing sensation didn't come for a little Mm. bit um because I did go when he was deployed I did go home for Christmas right um and because I was like well I'm not spending I'm not spending Christmas alone when I can fly home you know yeah when I could I did go home but um but yeah it was just it was just interesting it was different but in terms of Thanksgiving same thing we always did the same thing growing up. Mm -hmm. But now I, 
love it. Last year was the first, well, no, I guess we have been doing it for a couple of years. Um, but we always, I always cook. I don't, I'm not a great cook, but I can follow <laughs> a recipe, you know, yeah. I can hold my own and follow a recipe. And so, uh, but this was kind of fun because we, my husband likes ham and I like oh. turkey. Yeah. And so we're like, okay, so we can't necessarily, like, we don't want to waste the money on both because it's just two of right. us. Yeah. And so I, last year, had a brilliant idea of going to the the deli counter and getting thick sliced ham and turkey. Oh, there you go. And so you did we didn't have to, we didn't have like any we had enough to like, you know, cuz Thanksgiving leftovers are the you best. Got to have them. <laughs> got to have them. So we got enough for leftovers, but we didn't waste any because and it was stressing it out. Whole. Yeah, and I don't like to that's one thing that I don't like doing is I don't like cooking meat. Um, it's, it's just it sometimes <laughs> it freaks me out um, with the whole you know heating it all the way through but not letting mm-hmm. it sit at one temperature like that is just way past my level of cooking um, most of the time. So I was like, hey, let's make this as simple as possible and then focus on the sides. And we did. We had stuffing. We had mac and cheese. Um, I'm definitely doing craft mac and cheese this year because a homemade mac and cheese, I don't know if anyone else has this issue, but it is always dry. There is no <laughs> amount of cheese I can put in and it not be dry. I don't, I don't know how to do it. So I'm just going to do some craft mac and cheese, maybe add some cheese on top of the craft mac and cheese, throw it in the oven and call it a day. Whatever works for you. You know, I did, um, the turkey on our first Thanksgiving uh, away from family. And you know, we had all the soldiers come over and I was so stressed out. I, I really like to cook. <laughs> so, so cooking is something that I love. Um, you know, I, I haven't done mac and cheese in a long time. I'll, I'll find you a recipe, Molly. Maybe we'll, yes, we'll work please. on the mac and cheese. Thing. But I thought I found, <laughs> yeah, I thought I found the simplest recipe and I followed it to a T baking and all. And I was just like, this, this stinks. <laughs> this is not good. Mac and cheese. How can you mess up Mac and cheese? It's noodles, cheese. <laughs> like That's it. You got to put some cream in there. You got to make it creamy. Yes, I know. I know. And this, it, that recipe did not. And I don't even, so I'm dairy free right oh, now. Well. So I'm just making it for my three-year-old and my husband. So, yeah, you know, take the stress out of it. Um, this year we are, um, I, I'm pretty sure the plan is to go to Popeye's and they'll fry turkey for you. Ooh. And I, I mean, just take the stress out. You don't have to do it perfect. Heck yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. As long as you're together, you're eating something yep. you like, you're having great conversation. That's the most important thing. And you got to find ways to do it (laughs) when you're, when you're out of your element, when you're out of your normal routine. Yep. See, that's why I like Christmas is because the only tradition food wise that surrounds Christmas is that we make cinnamon rolls in the morning. That's all. I love cinnamon (laughs) rolls. Now I want some, Oh, those are so good. One of the food traditions that we have is, and this is not me and my husband, but this is my family back home. Um, 
my mama loves shrimp cocktail. So we would have shrimp cocktail. There you go. On you Christmas can't get Eve. any easier than know. that. <laughs> so that was always something I associate with Christmas. Yeah. Um, but Christmas food traditions for us, uh, we don't really have any food traditions. My mom has sent me many, many, many cans of pumpkin puree over here. <laughs> last year it was really hard to find. The The commissary was out. There was no pumpkin puree anywhere. And so this year I had her mail me a bunch. <laughs> so oh, I love to make awesome. like pumpkin bread, pumpkin muffins, oh, yes, pumpkin pie, anything like that. I love, I, I'm a sucker for pumpkin muffins. Mm. I love pumpkin muffins. Pumpkin chocolate chip muffins are really good too. It doesn't sound mm. like they go together, but pumpkin chocolate chip muffins are so good. That sounds delicious. Mm -hmm. So no, what was the, I know, I'm like, what, this is a podcast about food. I could talk about food all day though. Sorry if we're making anyone <laughs> else hungry. Um, yeah, we need a, to go eat. <laughs> I know. We had a potluck this past weekend for um, to celebrate Veterans Day with all the military families in my neighborhood. And it was so fun to see what everyone brought because there's so many different um, cultures and people from all over the world that live in our neighborhood, all associated with the military. But um, and it it was so great to see um, like their food traditions for bringing mm -hmm. party food. Uh, it was such a variety of different things. That's and awesome. yeah, and everyone has a story behind their dish. I love hearing that as well. The stories attached to food. Those two big holidays at the end of the year are surrounded by food because there's just so much comfort in it. Yep. Whether it's the tradition that you grew up with or mm -hmm. you made your own. Tradition yeah, is so tradition. When do you think was the moment that you felt comfortable in having your in creating your own traditions with your own family? I think it was when we finally lived together. Mm -hmm. Um, so to give you guys a the breakdown of the timeline one more time, so I was in college when we got engaged. Um, I was in college when we got married, and then Right after I graduated college, we finally moved in together, and then he deployed. And so <laughs> we missed the first two Christmases and, I was going to say Thanksgiving, but he left the second time right, like, I think the day after Thanksgiving. They had, oh, wow. They were gonna, so back-to-back -back Christmases. Yes, back-to-back -back Christmases. Oh. Um, and we caught one Thanksgiving right before the, the next one. And so the first two Christmases that we were living together, he was gone for. And so really that that first Christmas after the deployments, um, that one was that one was really special. But then wow. but then again, nope, because the first Christmas because then sorry, I'm trying to get the timeline again. Then wow. we were back at my parents' house. So I guess we mm -hmm. really didn't have a Christmas. No, we didn't have a Christmas living together until, until we moved out of my parents' house and into our house. So I think that's when, you know what? And that's when 
now that I think about it, that is the Christmas that I really remember. And it was so much fun because we had just gotten a house. We just bought a house. Um, you know, we moved in in like October-ish. Um, and so then we we got to decorate. We had mm-hmm. um, that's when he surprised me with the full the full tree, <laughs> the full mm-hmm. the full size tree. Um, and my daughter was at such a fun age, and she really she didn't grasp the whole Santa thing quite yet. But it was just like fun for her to get presents, surprises. <laughs> yeah, and she was in cute little. Um, like Santa PJs and I think that one is that one's my favorite Christmas to date is um well last Christmas is pretty good too but that that first Christmas because it was after you know it was after we had moved out of my parents house into our house um and yeah I think that one is the one that really resonates with me and then it was really special because we had everyone we hosted the Christmas mm-hmm breakfast at our house and so the christmas breakfast that was always your tradition with my family we got to host it at our house and that was really really special we just had like both the grandparents and um some of the aunts and uncles and it was yeah that was that was amazing and just to have everyone under one roof in our house was super super special so i think that one is the one that sticks with me um, and then our first one out here in California last year, um, that one was really fun too, because I was pregnant. Um, and that one was really fun for my three-year-old. Um, oh, I bet. Oh my gosh. So much fun. We got our kitchen and she just loved opening gifts. We wrapped everything. So in our family, Santa doesn't, well, when I was growing up, Santa didn't wrap gifts. So oh. Santa would place them on the couch for us um, and he wouldn't wrap the gifts. So, <laughs> and then for my husband though, Santa would wrap gifts. So we mm-hmm. kind of had to decide like, okay, what is, is Santa going to wrap gifts or is Santa not going to wrap right. gifts? You're blending your, yeah, your traditions blending together. Them together. Deciding yep. which ones you want. <laughs> exactly. And uh, my husband loves to wrap gifts and my daughter loves to unwrap gifts. So we were just like, no brainer, Santa's wrapping gifts in our house. So it was just fun to see her get so excited to unwrap gifts. It didn't, you know, you was, I'm sure you've seen the video of the little kid opening, like ra- unwrapping the present and it's like an avocado or something. Yes, and he gets so excited about it. That's, I'm pretty <laughs> sure she would have done that. Um, if we would have wrapped just like random objects, she would have still gotten excited over it. And it was just, it was just so special to see her get so excited over Christmas because when you have kids, it really does become more about them and less right. about you. Um, and you passing those traditions on to your kids. Yeah, so the last two Christmases that we've had, we've really kind of felt like there are traditions. And like blending those traditions together has really been a factor. Yeah, what about you? Um. Yeah, I mean, last year being our first one completely away from our family um stressed me out a little bit in the beginning I I know I I said it was really freeing eventually but at first it's kind of like well what do we do we don't have kids um it's just us and our dog and our cat but I always loved stockings that was always my favorite part of any kind of present giving so we did stockings for each other 
instead of like presents really it was like all these little things i guess we i mean we still give each other stuff but they're in the stocking <laughs> and it was fun to just be out and about and see a little something and be like oh i want to get that for his stocking that oh he loves this candy or oh i saw this little trinket i'm going to do that for his stocking so it kind of um made that process something over time for me to be excited about. But I remember when my older sister got married and I, I felt, I don't think I've ever talked about this, but I felt nervous because, or I guess kind of sad because all of our traditions were going to change in some sort of way. That's just how it happens when your family grows and evolves. But that opens opportunity for new traditions and doing things in a different way. And so that's that's how I looked at it last year. And that's how I look at it this year. It's just, it's a time for my husband and I to slow down. And, you know, we're not running around everywhere. We're not going to Christmas at my parents' house. We're not going over to my sister's for a Christmas breakfast. We're not going to see extended family. We're not doing any of that. Mm -hmm. So it kind of gives us the opportunity to relax, sit back, reflect on the year, reflect on what we want the next year to bring us. And um, so it's not all of the glitz and glamour, I guess, of Christmas, but it brought it back to the meaning of it for me, which is to be grateful and thankful and express how much you care about others and so we do send packages back home and that's fun too to get things from korea that they don't have there and and have them be surprised and stuff but we have yeah. nephews now though so sending them presents is really fun <laughs> oh that would be fun yeah and that that brings up a good point as i remember growing up on christmas eve like the day like christmas eve day um, it would always be full of like cooking and getting ready for all the mm -hmm. parties and everything. And it was, yeah, it was kind of like rushed and kind of like everyone was kind of hustling around. Yeah. And last year we went to the beach and oh, that's that special. was so much fun being on the beach, playing in the ocean, not in the ocean, but well, I guess my daughter did end up getting in the ocean. She <laughs> loves water. Um, but just being somewhere, you know, so beautiful because we were on Coronado and that's just one of the most beautiful beaches in California. And just being on the beach on Christmas Eve and not having a care in the world about anything that we have to do later right. or go to, it was just, yeah, that was, that was pretty freeing. It was like waking up on Christmas Eve day being like, we can do whatever we want to do today, whatever you know, you like we don't have to prepare anything. The only thing that we were thinking of in the back of our mind was like putting, like getting excited about putting Christmas gifts together because mm -hmm. we had had them like back boxed up in the basement so that she didn't see them. And so we didn't actually put it together until she went to bed on Christmas Eve, which that was also really fun. Well, fun for me. Cause I didn't have to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I was just sitting back with my swollen pregnant feet up while my husband put it all together. But, um, but, but yeah. And so, yeah, that, that was really freeing to, 
kind of do our own thing um, on Christmas Eve. And I think that's, I think that's going to be a tradition. I would love it to be a tradition is to go to the beach on Christmas Mm. Eve. Um, And then we baked uh, cookies for Santa. Mm, Yeah. So that was kind of fun too. Yeah. You got to embrace it. You know, I, it's, it's definitely, it at times can definitely be more of a choice and more of an Mm -hmm. effort to decide to embrace it, but it's worth it when you do it. You may be sad. Um, I know my husband just turned 30 this past weekend. Did your husband turn 32? Yeah. That is crazy. (laughs) Because so my boss and my video editor's spouse also had birthdays on the same day. I'm like, what is happening with so many November babies? But yeah, yeah I saw yeah. your husband turn 30. Well, happy birthday to him. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, but being in Korea, I put together a video of all of our friends and family wishing him a happy birthday oh, and just sending awesome. him a little message because 30 is such a big birthday to be away from everyone. Mm-hmm. And I understood that that probably would be a little difficult and make him a little homesick. And, and he was, he was definitely missing everyone and, but grateful that they took the time out of their day to, to send him a message and put it all together. So there definitely can be those moments during these celebrations and holidays where you miss everyone, but that's okay. you gotta make yeah, that's okay. That's yeah, totally fine. I think fine. that's the biggest takeaway of, you know, of this whole this whole episode and this whole chat with us is mm. one it's okay to be sad at the holidays if you're, you know, if your spouse is deployed or if, you know, it's your new your new duty station is away from friends and family and you're still settling in, um it's okay to be sad. And Mm -hmm. definitely take time and sit with those feelings and really figure out where it's coming from. Because it's if it's just that you don't, you know, have those traditions, then you can, you know, I always tell my daughter, pick yourself up, dust yourself off and keep going. And so, you know, have a little cry, sit with those feelings, but then pick yourself up, dust yourself off, make traditions that you are going to have with you and your family, your family unit, whether it's just the two of you or if you have children, um, it's really important to make those traditions for you and surround them and make sure that's what you want to do and how you want to celebrate the holidays. Um, And it's really It's empowering. Yeah. Yeah. It can be really empowering. I think you're right in in sitting with those feelings because then once you sit there and you – give yourself time to be sad or whatever feeling you're going through, then you, and you figure out why, Mm -hmm. what it is, then you can solve, not really solve the problem, but you can move forward. Like you said, if you, if, if it is the tradition aspect, then you can recognize it and then create traditions. If it's missing home and missing family, if you sit there and you work through that and you realize that that's what it is, then you can pick up the phone and call them. And maybe mm-hmm. that'll make you feel a little bit better. You got to figure out what it is though first. 
Yeah. You know, you can't move forward. Exactly. Yeah. And I know it's super uncomfortable to sit there with a feeling that you (laughs) don't like to feel or, you know, even get down on yourself. Because I remember that first Christmas that, you know, we had in Mississippi, I was, I think, more upset with myself that I Hmm. ruined the day for myself and him. You know, because I was so hung up on it. doesn't feel like Christmas. It doesn't feel like Christmas. And I just, I kept pushing that away and I didn't sit with it and figure it out that I did, I did kind of ruin the day. And so yeah. if I would have just woken up, you know, and been like, man, this really stinks. Like this doesn't feel like Christmas. If I would have sat with it a little bit, then I think I would have been able to like move through it and it wouldn't have, you know, affected the day so much. Um, right. And so I I've wished, done that a lot. Yeah. I, I wish I would have done I, that. I really have. And, and that's been the biggest thing that I've learned recently is exactly what you said. I, I had to realize that, you know, being sad or frustrated with my situation was only ruining my time for me and my time with my husband and, mm-hmm. and, uh, but I, I, yeah, I was doing that a lot. I just had to realize that I, it was doing no good for me. <laughs> yeah. It's easy to get hung up on the little things in the military. Um, but those are the things that build and build and build and can really weigh you down, especially Mm -hmm. around the holidays when everything is so different. Um, It can really kind of come to a peak. So yeah, make sure, check in with yourself, sit with those feelings, figure it out beforehand. Um, Enjoy some great food tomorrow. Yes. You know, whatever food you like to bake. um, Just enjoy the company that you do have. You know, if it's just you and your service member or if it's, you know, even if it's just you, Mm -hmm. you know, you can make it, make it what you want. You can only, you know, if you like stuffing and mashed potatoes and gravy and that's all you have it, you have it, have as much as you want. (laughs) And you can only cook that. You don't have to cook the, you know, green bean casserole that you never like, you know, just you get to decide the menu. Or order pizza. Oh yes, yes. Order pizza. It doesn't have Enjoy to be yourself. the traditional Thanksgiving meal. Um, yeah, do what do what feels right for you. Make new traditions. Yeah, that's really my biggest takeaway: is just make the traditions. Yeah. Like keep the traditions that you really, really love, and maybe alter them a little bit mm. uh, to fit your military, your new military life, or you know the military stage that you're in right now. Cause I know we have a lot of listeners that are kind of all over the board um, yeah. in their military and, career. So, and it changes it, 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 it does. you know, your circumstance changes. We had no idea we'd be over here yeah. <laughs> a, a year and a half ago. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> you know, your circumstance changes and do what you can. Yeah. You gotta be a little flexible. You gotta adapt. If you're struggling, you will get better at it. Yes, yes. With time, with practice, uh, you will definitely get better. And it'll get a lot easier. And the little things won't seem um, as annoying or the big things won't feel as big. Yeah. I love that. 
Great. I think that's all the time we have for today. That was beautiful. I guess we'll see you next time. Yeah. Everyone enjoy tomorrow. And yeah, we'll talk to you next time. And from our house to yours, happy holidays. Mill Spouse House is brought to you by VA Claims Insider. VA Claims Insider is an education-based coaching consulting company for disabled veterans who are exploring eligibility for increased VA disability benefits. VACI was founded in 2016 by Brian Reese, Air Force Service Disabled Veteran and former U.S. Air Force Captain. VACI currently serves more than 300,000 unique veterans per month across its websites and membership programs. VACI's mission is veterans helping veterans access education-based resources to get the VA disability rating and compensation they deserve. Mm-hmm.